Dr. Slog, April 30th, first thing in the morning. This week, I've felt a little bit of a shift in the mood, both locally and also in medical communities that I'm part of online across the country. It feels like we've hit a little bit of a wall. I think initially we were operating on pure adrenaline. We had the surge of energy that we needed in order to rise to the occasion and address this acute event head on. We were all scrambling to figure out all of the things that needed to go into place so that we could push forward and get things done for our patients and communities. I've been using this analogy that when you're running and you're going up a hill and you know the terrain and how long that incline is for, you can usually run it just fine because you have this psychological game plan. You know how to spread your energy out over the course of that hill. You know exactly how much longer you need to push for before you get that payoff of the ground leveling out or going downhill for a while. But when you're going up a hill that's brand new to you, you're not familiar with the course, and the hill disappears around a corner and you can't see how much longer it goes for and you have no idea how long you're going to have to push, it's so much harder. And that's the challenge I think we're facing, the absence of an endpoint. In Oregon, cases have continued to rise, but at this almost agonizingly slow pace. And I think for us, it's clearly not a hill that we can hit hard, but this slow, incremental, and sustained effort. And of course, that was what we always knew flattening the curve meant. When you flatten a curve successfully, that's a win, but you created a curve that is drawn out over time. That's good for healthcare service utilization, but it's, it's really tough in terms of the psychological endpoint. And of course, now public health experts are talking about a second wave of COVID-19 in the fall or winter colliding with flu. And so we know that this is not going to be over anytime soon. Another thing is how our health systems are set up in this ridiculous way. I mean, everybody right now is getting bad news from their hospital and health system executives about how much money we lose every single day that we are responding to the pandemic by shutting down most of our elective services. And it turns out that the financial base of a hospital is super fancy um, operations, many of them elective. We have this system where basic primary care pays almost nothing. And the robustness of a hospital relies on doing these extremely high cost procedures. And we are gutted without it. And so people are being laid off or having their salaries dramatically cut, including uh, the ones of those who have been on the front lines all along. We know that we have inbuilt inequities and that there are certain people in the country who simply get less care than other people and that even when they do access care, the treatment they get is not equitable. To me, a lot of the frustration and despair is seeing how these problems are layering on top of each other and really compounding the effects of the disease itself. So I've been asked, what can people do to support healthcare workers right now? I don't know that I have the best answers. Part of it is that I have hit a wall myself and I'm a little bit low on innovation right now. 
But I can recommend three things that I've been saying all along would really be beneficial, not just for healthcare workers, but for the health effort in general. The first thing I want people to know is that when you do things for your community that relate to health, it helps us truly. So when people are stepping up and helping out their local food banks or homeless shelters or diaper banks or formula donations for mothers and babies, those things directly help healthcare workers because a lot of what falls on our plate during pandemic times includes these things, basic food and shelter needs. I'm still seeing those needs come out in the emergency room, even as other types of visits have gone down. So when you help the immediate basic needs of your community, you're taking some of that off our plate and actually giving us a break to focus on different types of care. So anything you do for your neighbors, you do for us. And just seeing that effort also is a huge psychological lift for us. It helps us know that we're all in this together. The second thing is just in the way that information is spread. There are a lot of people who have become armchair health experts and armchair pandemic experts. And it's because they have social influence and a voice. They're used to people listening to them and they like the amplification. And I totally get that instinct. I think particularly because of social isolation when your only connection and validation is online, there's more and more of this need to put out some kind of hot take about the pandemic itself. But when that information drifts into public health or medical recommendations, that is so harmful because unless you have a background in these things, chances are you'll put something out there eventually that we have to work harder to correct. So I appreciate that there are a lot of smart people out there and they really want to contribute to the conversation. And I think there's a lot of ways to do that. But please stop short of putting out healthcare recommendations unless you are directly quoting somebody with a health professional background whose information you feel really good about. The last thing is definitely check in with people. Things like just thinking about you or thanks for the work that you're doing are so wonderful. Um, Some of my friends just send me memes about the pandemic or funny posts. Those are really wonderful breaks in the day. But I've heard from a lot of friends in healthcare that some of the support they're getting is also burdensome. So I'm not saying never reach out for information. I'm just saying if your intent is purely support, uh, you want to boost people's morale. There are definitely ways to do that with a light touch and without actually inadvertently piling more on that person in a way that you don't mean to. Overall, what I've been seeing is people really trying hard to add positive things and support each other during this pandemic. And it's really the silver lining of this whole thing. So Thank you all for what you do. Thank you for listening. And I hope you stay safe and well.